hi everyone. On this moment of at this episode of At the Moment with BSCC, we have student senate president um Ann Carter along with Betty Miller, who runs a lot of on-campus um, organizations such as BACPP, um, NAACP. What else, Betty? You do I feel like you do everything, but uh, the yeah, BSOC. Yeah, that's it. Okay. <laughs> So basically what we're going to talk about today is um, OU's response to like racial turmoil and how the Black community on campus should really go about um, addressing that, especially uh, through administration. So one thing that I know that was on everyone's mind is that we wanted him, uh, well, to be exact, his name was Henry Preston. He was a freshman, I believe, and he basically made a TikTok that said, um, when the liquor got you feeling like when she's overweight and black, when she's black, okay, whatever. And he said it was dry humor and it was brought to OU's attention. They just brought like, they just didn't really do anything. I guess it was like an email. I guess Betty received like an email response or something like that. So if you want to talk about that email a little bit. Um, I received an email from the vice president of diversity and inclusion stating that, um, that TikTok was uh, posted and that they don't agree with what was said and that they will go about uh, the situation by um, educating the um, person in the uh, video, basically. Well, and of course that's not enough for us. <laughs> but Ian, you being like student senior president, um, what, I mean, President, yeah. One thing that I noticed you try to do, like you always try to like advise us, kind of, and tell us like how to go about things. But it seems that like we're we kind of follow those steps and we're not getting the solutions that we more so want. So like, what is your thoughts on that? Like, what? How do we go around that? Um. So just like y'all, um, I'm also a student, and before uh, I became student uh, student center president. Um, I used to think or have questions about how we should go about situations like this as well. But with me being in this position, um, I have access to administrators and people. I have access to administrators and faculty, so I'm a, a little bit more in the loop, I would say. But uh, how to go about situations like this? Um, basically, uh, kind of what are we? Kind of what we doing now? aspect and I get on another the other part after so what we're doing now is uh, uh, seeing comments or things like that on social media or actions that we see and we don't agree with to report them to the university and uh, the university is going through a process right now um, so I don't want everybody to think that uh, the university is not doing nothing um, the university is going through a process right now with that current student. Uh, we just don't know what's all involved in detail right now because um, it's an ongoing investigation. Um, we just have to wait to see what the outcome is, uh, to be honest, from my perspective. Uh, don't quote me on that because I'm not 100% sure. But on more of a part of what we can do, um, as a Black community, we can uh, get behind the issue and come together. Um, I don't know how many people are in the black community or cause whatever, but um, like topics like this, we need to get behind the issue and stick together. So for example, uh, I'm student Senate uh, president. We need people coming to student Senate uh, to speak out about these issues because my job is to be the voice of the student body 
student student center job is to be the voice of the student body and my job as the president is to be the voice of student senate so um we need to come to events and speak out as long as with uh contacting administrators and things like that but a situation like this uh because of certain rules like at a federal level the university can only do so much as well because uh, of like free speech so there's only so much the university can do as well on their part for uh, situations like this. But on our part, um, I know we might feel exhausted and draining being that we were students and we're not here to correct or teach um, people how to have respect and dignity for others. Um, but I don't think we should settle. Um, and when I mean by settle, I don't think we should be like, okay, yeah, we're tired of this, we've been doing this, but we haven't been seeing no results. Um, Personally, I think we just got to keep pushing and keep uh, pushing the envelope and the agenda because uh, we want to leave whatever situation we have at the university better than we left it. Um, if our ancestors would have just been like, okay, we're tired of this, we're not seeing change, just leave it at what it is, um, who knows where we'd be? We probably wouldn't be where we are today. So um, I think we got to come together and think of ideas, think outside the box, um, collaborate with other with other organizations on campus and other people just because um, just because people who weren't mentioned or a certain group wasn't mentioned in the videos or it's not talking about a certain group doesn't mean it doesn't affect them in a certain way. Um, so network, find people who think like us, like-minded uh, ideas, and we just gotta uh, keep pushing for change. Okay, so you said like network and do all those things. But from my understanding, this is like something that like Betty, you have been doing. So what do you think about like this tactic? Like, because I feel like even since I've been here, I'm only a junior, but I feel like right off the gate, like I try to kind of make my presence known on campus and do things like that. So we have following those rules, but like we said, we're not really seeing much of anything. And I know that um, Betty was kind of saying that to the black community, like I've been in this situation a hundred times before. Like, we can't keep doing that. It has to be, I don't want to say something more radical, but like, quote unquote radical. Nah, for sure. Um, I have meetings with Gigi, Jenny, uh, the president. So it's not like I need uh, access to them. You know, I have access. That's why they sent me the email. So it's not like I don't have access to them. It's, you know, I talk to them, we get in these spaces um, and they, you know, they uh, choose to not be uh, progressive. So with this instance, I don't think anything is going to happen because um, if we think back to the beginning of the academic school year, you had, we caught the NAACP caught out two uh, incoming um, white freshmen and they both said the N word in their post. So a uh, racially derogatory word uh, that was way more offensive, some people might say than what this, this new TikTok person uh, said. And the response to that was, um, we can't do anything like Ann said because of the um, First Amendment. But it's like, okay, you say that, now I go, 
and I find PWIs that are public institutions who, when a student of theirs says something racially incentive, they kicked them out of their school and they just got sued. But they said that um, in their statements that um, we don't just say that we stand with uh, people of diverse backgrounds just to say it, we really mean it. And they took that action to be progressive and stand behind uh, the diverse student. So OU, you know, they're gonna use the First Amendment as a cop-out because it's public institutions that are PWIs that are taking the initiative to um, making sure that the people with diverse backgrounds at their university feel supported, feel welcomed. Um, so I'm not surprised about that. Um, with this whole idea of, you know, we need to go in, uh, uh, student Senate and then this, that, and the third with issues like this, I'm not really a big fan of, and I don't think we should really be exerting our energy on something that is not doing me any good. And I feel like it's a distraction. And I kind of talked about it in the group chat a little bit. Um, and it kind of makes me think about, I don't know if anybody's seen Spike Lee do the right thing, but it was this character and he was called Bugging Out and he was focusing all of his energy on why isn't there any black people on the wall? Um, instead of, you know, even if they get black people on the wall, it's not doing anything for him personally. So us getting this person kicked out of school or getting his scholarships taken out isn't adding the scholarships to me, isn't doing anything for me. So that's why I'm not really pu putting my energy on something that's not gonna benefit the black community. I'm gonna put my uh, energy and effort uh, to um, finishing the diversity and inclusion strategic plan that will guarantee African-Americans scholarships specifically for African-Americans. That's why I'm having a meeting um, upcoming in March with uh, Jenny Hall Jones and uh, Gigi Shakubin and uh, uh, Dr. Bruce about what does the strategic plan look like? And then we as a community have to be prepared. So my board is going out and reaching out to um, the top PWI public institutions that are um, um, have um, accolades with uh, their diversity and inclusion program. So we're reaching out to them saying, hey, send me your diversity and inclusion plan. And then we're reaching out to OU saying, hey, send me your diversity and inclusion plan. So we can compare and contrast the two and see what's missing. The last time I seen it, it was very broad. And a strategic plan isn't really supposed to be broad. But um, that's beside the point. I think um, stuff like this, I would try to you know, let the university know that you're upset. You know, you can go to the student speak out and let students in and know that you're, that you're upset. But at the end of the day, I would put my energy towards something that's more productive because it's always gonna be instances like this and this is just meant to burn you out instead of really uh, pushing the university to, hey, where's the scholarships? Where's the programs? Where's the money for the black orgs? This stuff that we really need and it's like the, the um, racial stuff, it is, um, needs to be addressed, but um, I would put my energy towards something a little more productive. Hey, Betty, you bring up a really good point of saying like, when you use like the metaphor about the wall, kind of, I kind of like that point. And I was gonna ask Ian this. So Ian, how do you use like your social position? Like being that you're a black man and you're president of student senate, how do you use that to impact um, and communicate the issues within, like, to administration. 
So like what Betty was saying, like, okay, uh, we get you on terms from the Senate, but at the end of the day, that's not helping us. So is, is there, how do you use that to like make sure black orgs is getting the funding they deserve, scholarships, et cetera? Um, okay, so it's a lot to that question. Uh, so to simplify it, break it down, um, it's not a shock uh, that I'm a black or African American male uh, and that I'm in a, a good position where I can create change and whatnot. So what I do, um, I use my voice to advocate for um, minority groups such as uh, like Greek organizations, Greek councils, or like BSCPBRs. Um, you know, minority organizations, like I said before. Um, so I use my voice to administrators. We need more of this. Uh, we need more of that. Um, so it's looked at. It's looked at, at from two different perspectives. From a student standpoint, we feel like, yeah, we need more of this. We need more of that. Uh, more scholarships, more programs, uh, more black enrollment, uh, things of that nature. And then on the university side, um, to me. It's seen as okay. We know we need to be doing more, but um, we're we needed a student perspective. So I've been in multiple meetings throughout the week where um, basically administrators are asking for student perspectives. And okay, yeah, I can get my perspective on something on on things, but uh, I'm just one person. Um, my perspective might be different from yours or Betty's or anybody else's that look just like me, but just because we look alike doesn't mean we all have the same goals, ideas, and things like that. So um, I agree with a lot of things that Betty said. Uh, yeah, we should be putting our energy into that, but we need to put our energy in everything that's gonna, uh, that's for the betterment of minorities or specifically people that look like us uh, talk about black people. So yeah, that's great. Uh, we're looking for scholarships and for enrollment and things of that. But we also need to be pushing everything. We shouldn't just focus on one thing. Everything that involves us, which is everything on this university, everything that involves us, we need to push for and better, uh, for better, for uh, betterment, no matter what it is and what area, because um, I think we're not, we don't really understand how much power we have. Us as students, there wouldn't be no college without us. So we need to use our voice to hold that to our power and our ability, which we're not doing as much as we should. If we're, if, um, for example, if we don't, if we choose not to come to OU, then OU enrollment drop, then they lose money, funding, and things of that nature. And then that's gonna incite change because um, at the end of the day, this is college, but it's a business. And the end goal in business is, is to, create capital and make money. So there's a lot of different ways that we can affect change. I'm not going to sit here and say uh, that us just using our voice is not is not uh, fulfilling with all we want done because it's more than we can do than just use our voice. We can create actions and put in uh, programs and uh, other things to, to really, you know, track our progress, like something simple, like what Betty said about the strategic planning for diversity and inclusion. Um, I think that's great. Uh, check out other colleges. So I don't know if that answered your question or not. But, oh, you said for the betterment. Um, I'm doing everything I can. Um, I was a part of the Black community and um, I was a regular student. I still am a regular student, but I know 
um, the problems we face daily at um, the university and whatnot as well, just because I'm in a um, position where I talk to administrators of the university doesn't change anything. Um, I still speak my mind how uh, I normally do. So if you knew me before this or anything else, um, I'm still the same person and I'm gonna advocate uh, for us as much as I can, but um, I feel like it's more than just more than just me. It's a power of numbers, and that's um, how I can put it as best. So everybody who feel offended by that post, which I'm sure is more than just uh, black people, we all need to come together and push for change. I don't know if we can have the ability to say that students should get a scholarship taken away or kicked out of school, but we can um, bring about change in some sort of way. If that if one option don't work was plan B. If that option don't work was plan C, I don't think we should just roll over uh, when things don't go our way. That's not even just in our nature at all, just in general. So I do have a question. Um, I know that OU is always in the news for something or another. And I know that incoming students or just high school students that are looking into coming to OU, um, specifically African-American students are on Twitter, are on TikTok and are seeing these comments. Um, so I know that we keep talking about pushing for change, but how do you feel like we as a student body and the university can help incoming students feel more comfortable on this campus? That's a question for both Ian and Betty. Um, I can go ahead and take this one first. Me personally, I tell all black students don't come here. Um, <laughs> I tell black students, if you want, um, if you really want uh, an experience where the university is putting their uh, best foot forward, don't come to Ohio University. This is not the place for you. Um, and it's hard for me to think that this university really cares about uh, bringing in people who look like uh, these people on a call because it, it's just a lot of stuff that I know that I've learned that I went to the archives and learned about. So the same issues that we complain about, about not having a barber who can cut black hair, not having, uh, you know, just regular stuff that we need. People were complaining about this 40, 50 years ago. I don't have this, I don't have that. Like this is, this is nothing new. So if this is nothing new, we have people from way back when complaining about this and it's still an issue, what, what is not giving? And honestly, it's the university. Why isn't the university reaching out to black businesses to try to bring black businesses to Athens to help diversify the community? What the university isn't taking that, that first step. They're sitting back and saying, oh, we're trying, we're trying. And that's just a cover up. Like, we don't feel like it. We don't want to do it. But they just spent a million dollars to uh, renovate Shively, but now it's closed. How is money being allocated? It's, it, doesn't, it doesn't make sense to me. And so I think what people need to understand is that the university is a reflection of the institution that we have in America. It's a reflection of society. Society in America as a whole is a racist institution. 
So with Ohio University being a reflection of that, it's gonna be a racist institution that doesn't uplift African-Americans. So me personally, I don't, if the university wanted to um, bring in and care about African-American students, go to black faculty, go to black students. They have my email, they have the OU black faculty email, but are they talking to them about black issues? I talked to the um, I talked to the um, the head person of OU Black Faculty. I say, hey, did they run this by you? Nope. So you care about Black people and Black things, but you're not reaching out to them to see if they like your idea. You're not reaching out to them about different initiatives. So I'm, it's hard for me to believe that you really want to see a change and make this campus a diverse campus and a welcoming campus if you're not reaching out to the people who you want to welcome. It, it, it's not adding up. Don't say that, oh, you care about diversity and inclusion. You present to me a visible campaign. I tell you that campaign is awful. And then you go on without it and said that, oh, we decided to go on with this. But I thought you cared about black opinions, but you still went and did this. I thought you cared about black opinions, but you're you're giving me information at the last minute, at the short end of the stick when it's already confirmed. What is the point of you reaching out to us? And that's what a lot of black faculty expressed to me, a lot of black administrators expressed to me, a lot of black students expressed to me. So it's like, I don't even think the university wants to do it, but if they did, they would reach out to these groups um, of people to see what we need. They got a whole list in the summer by uh, from OU Black faculty, and they haven't did anything to work towards that. I'm not. I'm not seeing any progress working towards that. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's that's my answer. I apologize. It was long winded, but it just makes me so. It just irritates me. It irks my nerves, and it's like I, I honestly right want to, to be. Go back, but it's 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 whatever. It's whatever. You have every right to be done. Um, Ian, what about you? Your uh, can you ask a question again? Yeah, so I asked um, how we can make incoming freshmen that are African American feel more welcome on this campus after they've been seeing all these things on TikTok and Twitter. Um, it seems like every single semester something is happening here um, and not much is being done about it as it seems from the outside. So like, how do you think we can make them feel more welcome? Before I start, I want to say I agree with most of the stuff that Betty said. I'm not going against nothing that uh, Betty said because um, I, I agree and she had facts and most of the stuff I do agree. But how can we make a freshman feel welcome? Um, so like what Betty said, a lot of things is up to the university um, in, some, in most instances. But from a student standpoint, um, I know uh, from a student standpoint, we got to play our part as well. Um, so if me being a, uh, considered an upperclassman, if I see a freshman or incoming freshman um, coming into the school or they already on campus, uh, we need to try to be more welcoming to them. Just, um, I'm just talking about as a black community in general, um, a big problem we had last year was, uh, I guess freshmen said they didn't feel welcomed at the university or on this campus or just in the black community in general. I don't know which one it was, uh, preferably. 
and we had programs that was, uh, you know, focused on getting their engagement and things like that. So we need to, as students, uh, just lend a helping hand out, especially to people who uh, this is a new environment to and things of that nature. But for a university standpoint, uh, Betty's right. We need to get more diversity and inclusion. Um, uh, for example, um, I had a meeting last week. Um, it's not. It's not nothing crazy. The is uh, it's on the internet everywhere. You can see that enrollment into college is going down. Enrollment at Ohio University is going down, and enrollment in college in general it's going down. This was before COVID, and now that COVID hit, it's going down more. So um, I was in a meeting where I was asked from a student perspective, uh, how can we increase enrollment? Or no, this was yesterday actually. Uh, what can we do? That yesterday and last week. So I had two meetings within two weeks, uh, really within seven days, a week span period, um, asking about how we can increase enrollment and things of that nature. And most of the things Buddy said I brought up, um, just the environment. Um, if you come to OU, you got to think this is a this is a rural college. It's not in the city. Um, we're really surrounded by nothing. So we have to provide our own fund. It's not a mall that we can go shopping at. It's not a lot of um, activities that we might be used to doing in our hometown or that we could even do at other colleges. And um, that all plays a factor in enrollment as well. Like Betty says, she tell people not, she tell other students not to come here. Um, like I said, it's a business. Um, if that's how she feels, that's her approach. Um, that also um, affects Ohio University because it's affecting their pockets and their enrollment. So that's a way that we can create change. Um, you can create change so many different ways. Uh, I don't want us to uh, steer away from our main goal. If our main goal is to to create change, I don't want us to um, derail from that. No matter how many setbacks we have, like the um, Betty, what you say? The what was it? Uh, physical? What was it? The visual? The remember, visual campaign. Yeah, the visual campaign. So from that perspective, diversity inclusion, um, they spent a lot of time uh, coming up with this uh, visual campaign and then they bring it to uh, students. And then instead of pointing out the positive things or things that uh, they liked about it, um, they took it as an approach that um, us as students, we just tore, we just picked everything we didn't like about it and tore things down about it and said, uh, basically, that this isn't nothing that we would ask for. And in their perspective, they like everything that we do, they don't like, my bad, everything that we do, they don't like. So they feeling discouraged as administrators because they're trying to, with them not being black, uh, I don't know if most of them, with them not being black, working in diversity and inclusion, um, they're trying to, um, do activities and stuff for an audience that they're not really familiar with. And like Betty said, they can't ask our opinion and things of that. But my whole point of saying come to students speak out is to bring awareness. Because I didn't know who, um, in those interviews, I said what the university could do to increase enrollment, but there wasn't a, nobody specifically that I could think of to be like, okay, yeah, you should ask them or you should ask them because there's so many people at this university, but if we got groups, I don't have a problem um, 
creating a meeting with uh, somebody that deals with enrollment. Yeah, hold on real quick. So I don't have a problem setting a meeting up with somebody that uh, involves enrollment and want to know um, how can we increase enrollment or make uh, Black people feel safe, especially incoming freshmen. I don't, I can set those meetings up. Uh, Betty said she can also set those meetings up, but with me, um, just in the position I'm in, uh, I can set meetings up same week, possibly uh, the same day if, if necessary to open up certain doors and have conversations like this. We need to have conversations like this, but in the public to, for people to see that, um, that change is this not- This will be public too though. Yeah, but I'm saying we need to have a meeting in the public's eye where people who can really create change see the meetings. Yeah, we're having meetings with people but it might not be public. It's only a couple of people. It might just be. But also, but also to, like go, to like go off that, I give a chance to be in the public, but just how they, just how they uh, listening to the posts and they podcast, because most faculty, they love to post, listen to all that. They, they should be looking to the other publications on campus as well. So I do get what you're saying. Like, I do, I do think all those things are needed, but I do think they need to do more because how are y'all using the posts? backdrop like there's his uh like the was it the hispanic network or the latino hispanic network they don't even um that's a whole media org we have a pod i can't tell you any faculty that listens to our podcast besides other students so i think it's like i get what you're saying but i also think faculty they have to like no one's going to bring those resources to them like they have to actually know that they're there which they should because they're on their campus they should also go and listen to that but Betty, I'm gonna let you say a comment because you did ask to just speak. It's real quick. I forgot to say they did. They they are separating links, so that's something that they did do. Um, so there, it's not gonna be uh, Appalachian students with African American students. They're making the links too. So uh, yeah, they're doing that. Um, but it's like um, when people say, you know, they they don't know what to do. Like they got a, a list. It had 26 bullet points from black faculty, this is not even black students, black faculty sent them a list in the summer of everything they wanted to get done. And it's, I haven't seen no movements towards that. Black faculty, they're not reaching out to black faculty to talk about them about this stuff. So it's like, you got a list in the summer about everything let's, that needs to change and you're not doing it. Let's keep pushing it. I've never seen a list, never heard a list. Send me the list right now and I personally sent it. I set up a meeting with the president within the next two weeks to talk about the list myself. Like it's stuff like that. Like how you know stuff like that in different resources. Uh, it's the thing is I, I already talked to the like president that. about it. You know, I'll send you the list though. But we already they the black faculty and the president already had a discussion about the list. Like and mm -hmm. this was last semester, and it's still like nothing is getting done. And it's like black professors can't just be. Uh, progressive on campus because they're trying to do other stuff as well. So I don't want to, I'll send you the list um, for sure. But uh, it's, it's like you plan, it's like it's an everlasting game of trying to get things, but it's not being given. But I know we're short on time, Mia. So uh, yeah, let me finish one more thing, yeah, if I can. Yeah. So um, yeah, send me that list. I'll do what I can. Um, like you saying, um, you're tired of repeating things and pushing for things. Um, this is be this is bigger than just a university. This is in America as well. It's not like 
realistically speaking, America is not set up for um, black people. Like just in general, just uh, the the system that is created is not set up for us to win in general. So um, looking at it outside of the context of a university, um, we still, as people still pushing for progress just in general in this country as well. So like you said, things are gonna keep coming up. Yes, um, I don't think ever there won't be a time that the that the N word is used not in a, a derogatory and disrespectful way or just said in general by people that's not from African-American descent. I, just realistically speaking, there will never be a time that that won't happen. It might not be publicized or put on the internet, but I don't think that won't happen ever. Just, just that's just how life is. But I don't want us to to give up hope and give up change for pushing. If you feel like, uh, if we feel like the university ain't doing nothing, they're not meeting our demands and things like that, then yes, we can create change different ways. You can, if you feel like the university isn't um, helping or looking to uh, improve black spaces and uh, benefit their black students, then that is your right to tell uh, black students not to come here or to transport or other things of that nature. But I feel like while we're here, we shouldn't um, just give up because uh, what we're pushing for isn't just affecting us, it's affecting uh, people way after us. It's We're trying to leave a legacy and trying to improve areas that's gonna last way after we're gone. So I don't want us to look at it as um, like we're giving up. I want us to, okay, we're gonna push for how much change we can while we're here. And um, that's all we can do. Well, I would like to thank you both, both of you guys for coming out because we ran out of time. I think this was definitely a good conversation. I love to always meet with other people and see like these thoughts, even though we all have like different positions. Like I'm I'm like more so like I guess press and Betty, you know, you advocating for the community and you are in like the kind of like you're in the position in. So I think that's kind of good to see how we are working together simultaneously, I guess. But thank you guys and you guys have a great night. Thank, thank you. you for having me. You too.